The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It's been a long time since we talked to our tech expert, but there's been some big news in the tech world today. Um, if you use an iPhone, um, and if you have one, you know, newer than iPhone 8, heads up, uh, the software is getting an update. The latest version of Apple's mobile operating system, iOS 14, uh, apparently available for download. And there's a number of things that you're going to notice, including an alert on when apps have accessed your microphone or camera. And I was really, really interested in in that part of it all. Andy Brower is our tech expert and contributing eth- uh, author at futurismic.com. Hey, Andy, welcome back. Oh, thanks. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. All right. So um, c- c- do you use an iPhone or do you use uh, an Android? I use both devices, but the one actually, <laughs> which is do. funny, <laughs> that I'm using right now is a new platform from Huawei. And that all goes because uh, Huawei and Google aren't allowed to, to work with each other anymore. So what Trump did was create a beast in Huawei because they have to create their own app uh, store now. Mm. So I'm kind of like, I, I like to jump around because being like a tech journalist, you want to be familiar with each of the different platforms and, and try to figure out like what, what makes one different from the other. And with iOS 14, Jalen, you know, this is the platform for privacy. How so? Well, if you look at like what Apple has done strategically is brilliant. When iPhones first came out, they were really easy to use. You know, it was really simple. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be tech savvy. But what they noticed, especially with companies like Google and Facebook and everybody's trying to get our personal information, they created their platform to basically keep our privacy in mind. So they're, they're reining in all these app developers uh, with, their, with the privacy functions because before you might download a flashlight app and it wants yes. permission to use your camera and your and your yes. microphone. You're like, why? So Apple has done a really good, um, you know, a good job on reining in these app developers to give us more privacy on our devices. And I think that's a huge win for them. <laughs> I think that there's going to be a lot of people listening, though, that are saying, OK, Apple itself then is just getting all the information that it needs from our from our phones. You know, I, I, there's there's so many questions about. Um, you know, listening and targeted listening and targeted advertising. How does that even work, Andy? I mean, we can sit there and talk about, you know, my husband and I were talking about, I don't know what, just for fun the other day. Let's say, well, let's talk about taking a, a trip to Tahiti. And next thing you know, ads for Tahiti come up on our phone. How does that happen? So this is what's happening. All these different websites have these little web trackers. So when you leave Facebook, Facebook actually knows what you're looking at, uh, different websites. And then they take that information and then they'll sell it to advertisers. So for example, as you know, Jaylen, I started jumping rope all of a sudden during the pandemic. And so I was searching about jump rope. Next thing you know, I'm getting all these ads for like the Tesla of jump ropes because they knew (laughs) I was interested in it. And every single video on YouTube now is about this it's called like uh, the cross rope and it's a, uh. it's super expensive, but they're, yeah. there's, it's brilliant in how they can do that because they understand your interest and they sell that information to advertisers uh. using algorithms and the algorithms yeah. are what really differentiate these tech companies because they understand us so good by what we search.
And I guess the longer that we stay on one little page that, you know, it gives it a little bit, those al- algorithms, it gives them more power, builds them up, gives them more information. I mean, a second more here, it's second, two minutes more here. I mean, that's all it takes. Yeah, there's a there's actually a Netflix series. I think it just came out yeah. called The Social Dilemma. And they explain uh-huh. how algorithms work. Because, you know, Facebook knows how many times you check Facebook in a day. And if you suddenly, say, go on vacation and you're not logging in, it then sets a range of emotions on the back end. Then it starts saying, oh, so-and-so, just uh, put up some stories. And they're trying to get <laughs> you back in. Uh, okay. So on this uh, iOS 14, one of the things that jumped out at me was, you know, on the privacy front, um, it says that the control center shows you which apps recently accessed your microphone or camera. A little light goes on. Um, and it also says if you connect to a Wi-Fi network that doesn't use a private Wi-Fi address, you'll get a warning. I mean, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, I don't want to see that little light come on at any time, but I think uh, for a lot of people, they'd be like, holy smokes, I think we might be surprised at how often that light goes on. Well, yeah, and the way, you know, app developers are really tricky because they know that when they say, oh, we need access to this, we just automatically say, okay, 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 Mm -hmm. and then we don't think about it very much. But like I give that example of a flashlight, why does a flashlight need access to your camera and your microphone? Like, you just need the light. So they had all these little tricks, these app developers, they were doing that, and so Apple is now reining them in by putting, it's like, oh, okay, when you do need to use the microphone, we're going to show our Apple users. There's going to be a little dot on the top right, and you'll know that that app is using your feature. I think that's brilliant for Apple yeah. to do that. Not only that, our phones are so good at tracking our location, they can do within feet from the sky, like the GPS can know uh-huh. where we are. Apple has this new proximate location, so it doesn't know exactly where you are, but within a, in a certain range. And so that's another privacy feature that they added in with iOS 14. Is okay. You're, you're so you're really you're really liking the privacy stuff that they have done on uh, on this operating system. Is there, is there anything else that we need to know about when it comes to privacy uh, on this? Well, you know, I think what you really want to do is you have to, we don't we don't take our privacy seriously. And so the way that Apple is doing it is they're kind of doing it for us, and they're being strategic because they know that Google. You know, Google and privacy, those two words don't go together at all. <laughs> and then you have other companies like, like uh, sorry, uh, TikTok and WeChat, yeah. which are two apps that are going to be banned on Sunday. Now, those ones, they, they, it's all about our personal data. And so what, what you're seeing is Apple is really trying to be like, if you care about your privacy, we got you. Come like, to us. Stay yeah. in our platform. You just got to buy our expensive phones, but we'll mm-hmm. take care of you. And uh, I, I think for a lot of people, that'll give them that peace of mind so they don't have to think about the privacy. Apple is doing it for you by make, protecting you from app developers and, and other people that are trying to get into our privacy. One of the things that I thought was interesting with this new operating system is uh, the Translate app. I know when when my uh, when my when my son got married and my daughter-in-law's family came over from Japan, it was um, you know it was a mad rush to find a, a translation app that worked really well and easy. And and so I like and I, I don't know if this does work well or easy, but I like the thought that it's there and it's on the phone and uh and it's and it's for a number of different languages 
That's right. It can go up to 11 languages. You can get real-time spoken translations with this new Translate feature. And I agree. It, the fact that it's not like a third-party app that you have to download, anytime Apple makes an app, what you'll notice is that it works really, really well with the Apple hardware. That's what separates Apple from other companies because they make the hardware and the software. So when Apple makes an app that's by default on the iPhone, you can rest assured that it's going to work flawlessly. And Huawei actually is now trying to do that as well. They're trying to make their own apps for their phones because they have to create their own app store. So they're kind of, they're trying to be the Apple of China. It's funny how all these tech companies try to be each other, but they, they yeah. do learn. A lot of the features actually in iOS 14 have been available on Android for a long time, like the ability <laughs> to create widgets on your home screen. So yeah, that's another new feature. About, that's, yeah, everyone's talking about the widgets. <laughs> I know, I know, and it's funny because Android, any Android user would be like, we've had that for about five years now, or six years, you know, but, but that's, that's, the, that's the tech world. You either innovate or imitate, and so yeah. you, you see that they, if something works, all the other developers will, will catch on, on onto it. Andy, someone just texted in, driver Jerry just texted in and said, you know, it's great that Apple is doing this, but if we want to use an app effectively, it seems that we have to give permissions. We have to turn things over. What do you say to that? And, and how do we, um, how do you deal with that? Well, uh, you know, another thing that Apple is doing, they're doing this on the websites, and I hope they do this on apps as well, is they can give you report cards. So they're giving you these, like, privacy report cards to show, like, this, if you visited this website, you know, the cookies, like we were talking about how they track you as you go to different websites, you'll get a report card now to see what websites are doing that. Because if we see those kind of reports, you're like, what? I didn't know this. Then you're more likely to act upon it. And then Apple... Is, is doing a good job by making us more cognizant of the privacy and what different apps are trying to extract information. Because there's the old saying, if it's free, you're the customer and everybody wants our data. And then they take that data, feed it to their algorithms, and somehow they figure out how to make money by capturing our attention. You know what, Andy, I think off the top I said that uh, the I iOS 14 will go back to uh, iPhone 8. Does it go back farther than that? It does. It goes up to iPhone 6S and up. Okay. So another way to tell is if you have iOS 13, the, the latest before this came out, yeah, you will be able to upgrade. The, the thing is, and there's a lot of people out there probably wondering if they should upgrade. If you do, I have a couple of tips. And the first is to clean your phone. You know, free up some storage and then back okay. your phone up on iCloud or on your computer <laughs> before you make that upgrade. So if something goes wrong, at least you have a backup because you... You don't want to, up, there's that old saying, if, it's, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. But yeah. um, they, they do try to tempt us to get the latest operating systems. And I would almost wait a, like a couple of days because there are some bugs that they're sorting out right now. And uh, I think those will be fixed within a week or so. Uh, Wayne just texted in and said, I hope the Translate app does a much better job than Siri, who screws up my voice text messages so much I've almost given up uh, using it. There has been some changes to Siri as well. Yes, they made a change of using, so it, typically when you would like get a phone call or use Siri, it would take up the entire screen. Now it's going to take up a little bit of a portion. So you're getting more of these like multi-view windows abilities 
with iOS 14, and Syria is one example. But I, I do know, like, the last thing you want is to use a translation app, and then it gets lost in translation, because that can <laughs> make for some awkward conversations. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, I just checked my phone, and I've got the uh, the 14 waiting for me now. I'm all nervous. I'm excited about it, but I'm also nervous about it uh, as, uh, as well. So, you know, do those updates shut down or slow down older phones? Yeah, so that's been a concern that a lot of people have noticed. They're like, you know, so if you have a 6S and you Mm -hmm. upgrade this, you might notice performance issues on your phone. The first could be uh, your battery dies faster because with all these apps, especially running in the background, they're communicating with towers and then they are draining your battery every time they do that. So you might notice Mm -hmm. that. And, um, you know, that might go away after a day or two because there's a lot of updating going on in the background that drains your battery, but people have had issues. So like I said, okay. if, if, if your phone works, you're happy, you know, you don't need to upgrade. But if you like the latest and greatest, then definitely give it a try. No, oh, I'm so confused. I, know. I don't know what to do tonight. <laughs> but, but back your phone, no matter what, back your phone if you do upgrade. Make How do sure I back do my phone up? How do I do well, that? There's three ways. You can use it. You can back up with iCloud. That's typically yes. what a lot of people are doing. But Apple's brilliant because they're like, oh, well, you can back up to the cloud. And then your cloud gets storage, gets full. Then they're like, oh, we have more plans available. And now you're on a subscription for cloud storage. But if you don't want that, you can back up onto your Mac using the Finder or iTunes if you have a PC. But okay. if you upgrade, you have you should do yourself a favor. Back it up so you have that peace of mind, knowing you okay. can go back. I have I have a subscription to a cloud and things get backed up on a regular basis. So there you go. Okay, something is being done. <laughs> okay, before I let you go, what's what's going on with TikTok and WeChat? Yeah, so the ban is supposed to happen on Sunday, so you're not going to be able to download TikTok or WeChat uh, in the U.S. Um, uh-huh. TikTok, you'll st- if you still have it on your phone, you'll be up, you're able to use it till November 12th, and then it might just not work. But that means from Sunday on, that means you won't be able to get any updates on TikTok. I think a lot of TikTok users, especially young people, are trying to migrate their, their fan base to other platforms right now. Or this could be a negotiation tactic by Trump trying to okay. make a last minute deal in the next 48 hours. So, so you get your popcorn the, is, ready. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Is this only in the U.S.? You said the U.S. Is it, you know, in, in Canada, we're going to still be able to do TikTok and download it if I want it, that sort of stuff? This is only U.S.? That's right. This is the, uh, okay. the U.S. Commerce Department is putting this ban through. And um, mm. it's funny because there's been talk about TikTok being sold to Oracle in the yeah. U.S., um, but there's also talk that China doesn't want it to be sold to the U.S. They're like, if you guys don't want it, fine. You know, we, we can rule the world without the U.S. So there's a lot of things going on in the background. Nobody knows what's going to happen, but some by Sunday, if there's no deal made, TikTok will be banned uh, in the U.S. as long as WeChat, which has a billion users, majority in China, but that's a huge yeah. app that they will be banning in the U.S. as well. I mean, it's like 100 million users in the United States on, on TikTok. So here's just to clarify again, so you, you won't be able to download it. Will, will people who still have TikTok in the U.S. still be able to use it? Up till November 12th, they will be. And after that, it should be just completely like vanished really? if they can't make that deal. 
Yeah. Oh, my so a lot goodness. Of kids, I, I can tell you, Baron Trump, Trump's uh, son, who's like, I think, yeah. a teenager now. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure all his friends are not at him right now because of what his dad's doing. <laughs> well, just oh, so many influencers and all that sort of stuff, too. That's going to be uh, that's going to be tough on uh, on a number of people. Andy, I'm out of time. I've already pushed it too long. want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Oh, what happened in the whistling competition? Oh, I didn't make the, I didn't make the cut to the top twenty five. Oh. Uh, it was top, the competition. You know, I thought I was really good at whistling until I joined the world whistling competition. <laughs> <laughs> I've been humbled. Uh. <laughs> Andy, always great to talk with you. I'll keep following you on Insta and Facebook. Thanks for this. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Taylor. <laughs> you betcha. This is Andy Barrar, uh, who is a contributing author at FutureRhythmic.com. All around great guy.